brewed in the Northwest, guaranteed fresh. It's the morning blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Tuesday morning to you, November 21st, 7 a.m. It is day two of the morning blend. With just Brenda, thank you so much for tuning in. I can see up here on Sylvan Hill a beautiful sunrise coming up. Lots of gorgeous colors. So take a step outside if you're just sipping on your first cup of coffee today and look at how beautiful creation is. So as I said today, day two of Just Brenda, in case you didn't uh, tune in yesterday, uh, because of the uh, schedule here at Mater Day Radio, my co-host Patrick went on vacation early for the Thanksgiving holiday. I'm covering the show on my own this week, so I appreciate uh, you tuning in. We're having still a good time. I'll tell you this, though, for sure. I hit my word limit today. Now, let me explain. See if you have a kid like this, too. So our oldest daughter is a, as we call it in our house, a communicator. And I think in no small part, she might get that from me. She got a good grasp of her vocabulary very early on. And then when she was a little kid and she learned that she could have conversations, hold conversations, and then maybe kind of control the way things go, she talked a lot. She talked a lot all the time. And we used to laugh and say, oh, she's got, you know, a 10,000 word a day limit she has got to get to. Now, if she felt like we'd say about six o'clock, she was going to run short on that. She would talk from six o'clock until bedtime, eight o'clock to make sure she got all the words in. Well, for me, to uh, yesterday on the show, to be sure that I filled our two hours, I used all my words. And so by the end of the show and end of the day, I knew for sure that I had hit my word limit for the day because I was just uh, more than happy to let the family entertain me for the rest of the evening, which included my mom and dad. So yesterday I had to head over to PDX, pick them up at the airport. Yeah, It's busy. Let me just tell you what. So if you've got to get to the airport in the next couple of days, are you picking somebody up from the airport? Just give yourself a little extra time. It was jam-packed, too. And it's funny because I was over at the cell phone waiting area, just waiting for them to pick up their bags, and then they give me a call. I think that there must have been about 20 other vehicles all waiting for the same flight to arrive from San Diego because as soon as I got the call from my mom and dad saying that they got their bags, there was about 10 15 cars that tore out ahead of me from the parking lot area, and we all followed each other over to PDX. So we was able to pick them up and got home. And as usual for the parents, I hopefully I'll be this way too when I someday go visit my kids wherever they happen to be. They came with presents. And they brought the best kind of presents there are possible of food. And now I have about two dozen tamales that are in my refrigerator and about a dozen in the freezer. Uh, They got to meet their great-grandchild, of course. It was just a wonderful, just seeing everybody. Of course, they comment on how wonderful all the kids look. And then, as usual, though, the kids that were at home busted into those tamales because why wouldn't they? And there's always that one kid in the family, and this is a different one. 
not the communicator, the silent one in my family, though she kind of hits from the side when you're not looking. Uh, she starts the whole picture to the whole family. Uh, text messages, a picture of her tamale. Ha ha, look what I got. Can't wait for you to get here. All the tamales are going to be gone. Yeah, you got one in every family that likes to roll that way, too. Well, fortunately, Grandma brought enough tamales. So as the next arrival of children come today and then more on Thursday, there should be plenty to go around. So and while we're on the topic of food, I looked it up today. Uh, I can't imagine a Thanksgiving uh, dinner that would not be complete without stuffing today, November 21st, National Stuffing Day. And as a reminder, you fall into two camps, people. You can't go one or the other. It's either stuffing that goes in the bird when you roast it or on the side as a dressing. It's kind of just how people roll. It's just one or the other. Uh, my, for, as for me and my household, <laughs> We are stuffing people. So we got the list together. Shopping is going on. And hopefully for you and your family, you're starting to gather together and and get prepared for this wonderful feast, a day to give thanks for all that we have. There's not a thing on our table that isn't a gift from God. So we do have a great show ahead for you. So stay with me on the Just Brenda Show of the Morning Blend. Pope Francis sends another letter to German bishops telling them, Their steps are undermining the Catholic Church. So I'm going to have that story for you, plus a look at your weather, an update on Monday Night Football, well, and all things wonderfully Catholic on today's Morning Blend. We're going to kick things off now with Francesca Battistelli. He knows my name. And you are listening to the Morning Blend right here at Mater Dei Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
And that is Francesca Battistelli. He knows my name. It is 7-9 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, coming up, we're going to take a look at your weather. And then after that, you're trying to stay healthy and still enjoy the holiday. Well, before he left, Pat had a chance to talk with natural health advisor, Yvonne Heath. That's coming up in four minutes. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Holy Cross Priest Father Jim Gallagher in prayer with the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for sin, for the intentions of all my friends and associates, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. Facing difficult problems in your marriage. Oregon Retrovi is a lifeline to married couples helping them restore their marriage and rebuild a loving relationship. Catholic in origin, this Christian marriage program is open to all married couples, no matter what age, walk of life, faith, or ethnic background. Oregon Retrovi is a practical program to improve communication, build stronger marriages, and help couples reconnect. Presenters are not trained marriage counselors, but rather couples sharing their personal stories and the tools that they use to rediscover their love. Begin your journey to healing. All it takes is a decision to find out more. Go to helpourmarriage.org and start the process today. That's helpourmarriage.org to learn more about this transformational program. Oregon Retrovi, a lifeline for married couples. Set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. What's the best way to stay on top of things in our local Catholic community? Mater Dei Radio's Hail Mary Media app is the perfect way to connect directly into all the exciting fall activities. And you can jump right into the middle of it all like a big pile of leaves. Simply search Hail Mary Media in the App Store or go to materdayradio.com and follow the instructions. In just minutes, you'll be accessing our exclusive audio, video, and text prayer library. Plus, set a customized schedule of your own prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also lets you tune in to the live broadcast of Mater Day Radio and download podcasts of all our original programming, including shows you won't find on the radio. 
Plus, you'll discover our Catholic lifestyle features, news, sports, fun fall festivities on the interactive community calendar, and much, much more. Get plugged directly into your local Catholic community with the Hail Mary Media app from Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It is 7.13 here at Mater Day Radio. Clouds are going to begin to increase today as the next system arrives later this evening. Till then, we have a partly sunny and breezy day. Highs today staying in the low 50s. Now, overnight, rain begins to fall, but that's mostly after 2 a.m., so hopefully you'll be sleeping at that time. Temperatures drop to about 46 degrees. Then on Wednesday, those overnight showers linger into the morning and break up for a partly cloudy afternoon highs at 52 degrees and still looking pretty good for Thursday and if you're heading out mountain passes they're looking pretty clear also currently it is 46 degrees at the Madeline here in Portland and 41 degrees at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Vancouver Joining us this morning is Yvonne Heath with Healthy Living with Yvonne and I just have to say at the outset Yvonne the sake of full disclosure you have made a huge difference in my life. I think we got together maybe eight, nine months ago, and I was looking at some serious health issues, and everything just turned around with your program for me. And I'm out there walking every day, feeling good, holding my head up high, and I, I just can't thank you enough for that. I'm so proud of you, Patrick. Thank you for having believing in me, and I just wanted to help in, in you. You were like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was your encouragement that did that. But I just felt compelled to really share this with people because it has made such a positive difference in my life. And one of the things I learned early on is that you are a health coach. Yes. What does that mean? A health coach is a person that is uh, cooperates with the client in making a balance, more imbalance in your life in all uh, areas. It's a holistic approach. So it's not only like nutrition and exercise and so forth. I, it's more also your relationships, your spirituality, your finances even, you know, it's all, it's all combined because everything affects everything, just body, mind, spirit. Bringing all those elements together is really what helped me the most. You know, I wouldn't just focus on nutrition or exercise. It, it was everything, mm-hmm. everything in my life that is a quality of life issue. Yes, totally. It's, I, that's why I like this approach of holistic. And it's not just like, okay, I want a pill and it's going to solve everything. Because, you know, nowadays the medicine, it's, it takes like uh, just take a pill and it's just temporarily solution. And uh, a lot of people don't realize, but medicines like that hurt more your body than helps. Yvonne Heath is our guest this morning, Healthy Living with Yvonne. And you mentioned the spiritual component of this. How big a factor is faith in our physical fitness? Faith is everything for us because sometimes, uh, well, most of the times our own diseases come from spiritual things that we don't have uh, resolved. Oh, they come like um, speaking of that, you know how the re- the healing retreat is coming up in November. And uh, yes, it's, it's so if, if we work in the the what you can see, the eating and, and physical exercise, stuff, but then there's a the part of component that your faith helps you to help you up. And uh, with God, everything is possible. I mean, God came to the world to heal people physically and mentally. So. 
I think the component also works the other way. You feel better physically and it makes you spiritually stronger. My rosaries have gone through the roof because of my walking and I'm able to get out there and pray that rosary while I walk. But I will tell you an added benefit is my knees don't hurt at mass when I'm kneeling and they used to really hurt. And now I, I don't even think about it. Yeah, it is totally true. Like if you plan it to just go for a run, for a walk, something, just uh, strive to do a rosary and you will be double, you know, because it's your spiritual is growing and your physicality is, is growing too. One of the things that I also struggle with is that every day, that little motivation about get out there and do it, get out there and do it, you know, that little voice in the back of my head. And how do we really stay on top of that? Because it's so easy, especially this time of year, to just say, oh, the weather's too bad. I'm not going to get out there and exercise today. You know, it's, it's a battle for me, too. Don't think that it's only <laughs> you. Even though I'm a health coach, I'm still battling every day. You it's good to, to know. <laughs> yeah, you have to get up early. And if I don't have my workout every day in the morning, first thing in the morning, it's not going to happen. So I just pray. I just pray. Ask, ask God for the strength to get up and do it. Because I know if I do it, my day is going to be way better than if I don't do it. Everything starts going down south. And it, when I work out, uh, also when you get up early, you thank God for your new day. And then you start praying for people and thinking. At that time, I said, I need to work out before my mind notices that I'm working out. So, oh. <laughs> so yeah, and then at that time, also, it's a very uh, special time to thank God for the day and it put all your intentions so it's a very special time that is very quiet in the morning. And for me, it's, it's, it's a great a great time. But obviously, everybody's different, and uh, everybody can do it different times. Whatever is better for you, just do it. Don't, don't leave it. Healthy Living with Yvonne is the name of her service, and Yvonne Heath is our guest. And Yvonne, it's a special time of year. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving and Advent, Christmas, New Year's, and all of the food and traditions that go with that. How do we enjoy the holidays without blowing the diet? <laughs> That's a great question, but usually you have to start in January to prepare for these holidays. <laughs> you know, if you start like all year, you eat properly, and uh, work out and all that stuff. By the time the holidays come, it's, it's just a, a bliss because you just already have um, a habit of controlling your portions, a habit of just like saying, okay, this is enough. My, I, I don't need any more. But a lot of people blame the holiday. That is just like, oh yeah, um, because of the holiday, I gain like 50 or whatever, five pounds, 10 pounds, I don't know. But it's not that. I mean, if we have the, the habit all year long, and you can indulge yourself a little bit more, and it's not a big deal. You just need to probably work out a little bit more or, yeah, or sacrifice. Like, this is a great way to start your um, fasting. And here, like I said, oh, well, yesterday was a little underbelly judge. I'm going to fast today. Oh, because that's the thing I think that throws people off a lot. They think, oh, I fell, I stumbled, I made a pig of myself at Thanksgiving, I, I just blew the diet, and I'm not going to go back on. No, no, no. Just forgive yourself and say, okay, I blew it yesterday. It's okay. Today's a new day. Just do it. Just forgive yourself. Yeah, just forgive yourself and, and start all over. We know in our hearts and in, in, in our heads, this is what we are supposed to do. This is, this is how we're supposed to approach our food and our nutrition and our faith and bring it all together, but... 
we don't do it. That's <laughs> Kind of like St. Paul, we, do, we don't do the things we know we should do, right? Right. How do we do the things we're supposed to do? How do you overcome those challenges with your faith? Yeah, that's exactly why I, I encourage people to have like, you have to have an accountability partner. Because if right now there's plenty of information and I said, well, Yvonne, I don't need a health coach because there's anything like I want is an internet, you know, like you just go to the internet and any diet, any advice, but the big part is an accountability partner. That's, that's where I am. I'm your companion and, and walk with you. And I ask, you know. So if somebody's listening today and they decide that this is something I want to do or maybe make a New Year's resolution mm-hmm. for a healthy 2024, how can they find out more about your health coaching and what you do? Uh, they can go to my website. It's www.healthylivingwithyvonne.com or they can send me an email, uh, I, Yvonne, H-E-A-T-H, at ymail.com. Well, Yvonne, I can't not thank you enough, and I strongly encourage people to check that out. It has made a huge difference for me, and Yvonne Heath, thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Blessings to everybody. It is 723 here at Mater Day Radio. I like the idea of on a, even on a cool day, you can get your earbuds in, go out for a brisk walk, especially if you maybe will be indulging a little bit this holiday season. Be sure when you go for that walk, you have downloaded the free Hail Mary media app. Say that rosary as you walk, you will come home feeling amazing. You can find out information on how to download that app at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. The Catholic Encyclopedia is online under newadvent.org. It is an excellent resource covering just about all aspects of faith and history and the people of the church. In it, the virtue of temperance is described as a control of our appetites. With less demands on our human nature, whether food or drink or bad habits, whether lust or laziness, we can stay more focused on God. Humility tempers what pride damages in our lives. Paul often wrote of running the good race. The great athlete trains for the race with a focused self-discipline to practice daily, to keep in shape, to avoid unhealthy things, with exercises to strengthen and prepare us. Not only will our prayers bring us closer to God, but an attitude of temperance, avoiding excesses, and keeps us on the path towards God. This is Michael Gisandi with a bit of Catholic encouragement. Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a nonprofit religious entity committed to providing superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. We are looking for an experienced medical assistant who is passionate about our mission of respecting the dignity of each person, mind, body, and spirit. If you or someone you know is looking to make a difference, please contact Holy Family Catholic Clinic by sending an email to nelson at holyfamilyclinic.com. Are you looking for something to do this autumn rather than raking leaves? 
How about making plans to donate your old car to Mater Day Radio? In fact, we'll also accept the donation of a truck, van, RV, or boat. It's quick and easy and a likely tax deduction for you. In the process, you'll be supporting a faith-filled broadcast reaching thousands of listeners every day. It's Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Check it out on our website at materdayradio.com. Now, doesn't that sound better than raking leaves? The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 725 here at Mater Day Radio. And coming up in news, Pope Francis again sends a letter to the German bishops telling them their steps are undermining the unity of the Universal Catholic Church. I'll have that story for you, plus more. Here is John Finch and Wildfire. And I am Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. You are my heart's one desire. Cleanse my soul with your fire. And you make me anew. You are a flame alive in me, within my heart burning deep, you shine through the dark, you shine through the dark, it's burning, 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 spread it wild and free.
and that is John Finch with Wildfire. It is 7.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. And in your news this morning, Pope Francis has expressed deep reservations about the direction of the Catholic Church in Germany, warning that concrete steps currently being threatened to undermine the unity of the universal church. The Pope made his criticisms in a letter to four German Catholic laywomen that was published in the German newspaper. He said, there are indeed numerous steps being taken by significant segments of this local church that threaten to steer it increasingly away from the universal church's common path, wrote the Pope. The letter dated November 10th was written in German and included the Pope's handwritten signature. Chief among the Pope's concerned is a per- push to set up a permanent synodal council, a mixed body of laity and bishops that would govern the Catholic Church in Germany. Now, establishing this council is a top priority for the German synodal way, a controversial initiative that has demanded significant changes in church structure and teaching. In his letter, the Pope underscored that this kind of consultative and decision-making body, as currently proposed, is not alignment with the sacramental structure of the Catholic Church. Pope Francis referenced a January 16th letter from high-ranking Vatican officials to German bishops, which he specifically authorized that explicitly prohibited the establishment of a synodal council. And sad news to report, a religious sister in Pennsylvania passed away over the weekend after colliding head-on with another vehicle on the road as she was traveling to a reunion of women who participated in an annual discernment retreat known as Fiat. Sister Augustine Marie Molinar, 43 years old, a member of the Sister Servants of the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, was a middle school religion teacher at All Saints Catholic School in Crescent, Pennsylvania. She sometimes assisted in vocation work and was headed to Reading, Pennsylvania, in the Diocese of Allentown to share her own vocation story. The two passengers in the other vehicle survived and only had minor injuries. Sister Augustine Marie had taken temporary vows with the community and possibly would have made her perpetual profession of vows as early as March of next year. We all offer up our prayers for the repose of her soul. And now through the end of the year, Portland Police is conducting walking patrols in downtown area instead of patrolling in a car. The goal is to try to make people feel safer as they walk downtown. They believe their presence will encourage people to visit the area. Eight officers will be broken up into teams of two. They'll walk the streets of Portland from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. seven days a week through the new year. They'll also be stopping and talking with businesses and listening to their concerns. Monday was the first day of walking patrols. Officers said this is a response to a rise in crime in the last couple of years. Portland police did similar walking patrols this past spring in response to reported drug deals and a rise in overdoses in some sections. They targeted the area around Southwest 4th Avenue and Washington Street. Police said during this round of walking patrols, they're still looking out for crime if they see it. They will address it accordingly. And now, here's a lifestyle with our good friend Sarah Kenzie. 
Winter can be a difficult time for many of us, not only because of the shortened days and lack of sunlight, but also because the holiday activities can throw a wrench in our schedules. So here are a few suggestions to keep yourself healthy, rested, and prayerful during these winter months. First of all, prioritize prayer. Look ahead to busy days of travel or holiday activities and schedule in your prayer time so that you can stay connected to God even when your routine is disrupted. So maybe that means setting your alarm so you wake up a little bit before everyone else or letting your family know that you will need some time alone during the day. Number two, take care of your health. It can be really tempting to let your health slide during the holiday season, but don't forget about eating nutritious foods, drinking plenty of water, and staying up to date on your doctor's appointments. Practice temperance when enjoying holiday food and drinks, and make time to still get your regular exercise. Consider adjusting your routine so that you can get outside during the day for fresh air and sunlight. And number three, slow down. Remember that you do not have to keep up the busy pace just because it's the holiday season. It's okay to not accept an invite to every single holiday gathering, especially if you start to recognize that you just don't have adequate time for sleep and leisure. Block out time in your schedule for that leisure, for that downtime where you can recharge. And even when you are planning those fun get-togethers with family and friends, perhaps suggest activities that require minimal preparation. So even with all the disruptions in our schedule, winter can still be a time to grow in prayer, stay healthy, and spend meaningful time with our loved ones. Ah, oh, thanks so much. That's Sarah Kinsey, Digital Media Manager here at Matra Day Radio. I will keep those tips in mind for sure. And coming up after the break, I'm going to take a look at weather, sports, and then I'm going to check in with the Oregon Knights of Columbus. Stay with us. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join me, Sister Anne-Marie Warren, in this prayer by St. Ignatius of Loyola. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all that I have and possess. Thou hast given all to me. To Thee, O Lord, I return it. All is Thine. Dispose of it wholly according to thy will. Give me thy love and thy grace, for this is sufficient for me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdeiradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Catholic Charities of Oregon, answering Pope Francis' call to charity. 
Since 1933, Catholic Charities has been putting faith into action by serving the poorest and most vulnerable in our community. Services promote life and help families thrive. Catholic Charities program information at catholiccharitiesoregon.org. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 7.38 here at Mater Day Radio. Another look at your weather this morning. We can see clouds beginning to increase this morning. The next system arrives later this evening. Highs today staying in the low 50s. Then overnight rain begins to fall mostly after 2 a.m. and temperatures dropping into the mid 40s. Then on Wednesday, those overnight showers linger into the morning and then break up for partly cloudy afternoon. Highs at 52 degrees. Currently, it is 35 degrees at St. Cyril's Catholic Church in Wilsonville. And Monday afternoon, officials with Portland Public School announced that the district's bargaining team has sent the Portland Association of Teachers a counterproposal for the union's review and consideration. This latest update comes after marathon bargaining sessions and hope from both sides that they are nearing a deal. According to the district, the core obstacle to arriving at a deal concerns student privacy. Board of Education Director Julia Brim Edwards said part of the proposal was the formation of a class size committee that would give parents the opportunity to weigh in on whether to admit a new student to a class already at the threshold for classroom size. The district was concerned about parents on that committee being given access to information about the students, which could include mental health issues and other private information. Brim Edwards wouldn't be uh, wouldn't put an exact timetable on when a deal would be reached, but she said we are feeling very, very close. And in sports, Oregon State place in the top 10 of the Associated Press and Coaches polls lasted one a week. The Beavers fell five spots in both polls to number 15 as the rankings were announced Sunday morning. Oregon State is number 11 in the college football playoff rankings, which releases its latest iteration Tuesday afternoon. Oregon State concludes its 2023 regular season at number six, Oregon at 530 Friday in Autzen Stadium. And joining the Beavers from the Pac-12 in the AP poll is Washington at number four, Oregon number six, Arizona at 16, and other conference teams in the coaches' poll are Washington 5, Oregon 6, and Arizona at 16. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Coming up November 26th, down in Salem at Queen of Peace Catholic Church, Julie Hoy and friends are putting on a concert, the 26th annual Giving Thanks concert starts at 6.30 p.m. 
Refreshments to follow and a goodwill offering will be accepted. Bring family, bring friends, and come for an evening of inspiration and song. You can find this on the community calendar at matradayradio.com and on the Hail Mary media app. Well, recently on The Morning Blend, we shared the news that the Knights of Columbus gave away their one millionth coat. This is just one of the many programs they work to ensure that those in need receive attention, especially as we lead and head into these winter months. And the Knights of Columbus right here in Oregon, they work on ministries for those in our own community. Joining me this morning to talk about some of their great programs coming up and how you can join in, it is Ken Anderson. He is the Oregon Knights of Columbus State Deputy. Good morning, Ken. Thanks so much for joining us again on The Morning Blend. Good morning, Brenda. It is so wonderful to be here. I just wanted to share that I recently returned from the State Deputy's Mid-Fraternal Year meeting in Denver, Colorado last week. And uh, we do have our winter months coming up. It was a little bit surprising to me that it wasn't as cold as you'd expected in Denver last week, but it was still a great meeting nonetheless. Well, we are glad to hear that, but we know just looking outside the window, we are moving in through these fall months. Winter will be here soon, and Coats for Kids, that's one of the many great programs that you have for those in need and charitable works. You all work tirelessly to help those in need, and you're always looking to the next thing that you'll be able to do. The Advent season is upon us just a few weeks, and you've got a great program, Night Before Christmas. Tell us what that means. Yeah, so Night Before Christmas, and Night is spelled with a K. Uh, Night Before Christmas is an initiative that we put together a while ago. And basically, it's it's really an end-of-the-calendar-year push and encouragement for every Catholic man to join the Knights of Columbus. And, and the way that we see it is that we're, we're giving these Catholic men a very special Christmas present this year, a, a present that they can give to themselves and their loved ones. It is the opportunity to take upon themselves a life of virtue in serving God and constantly forming themselves in the Catholic faith. The opportunity to be a knight, a knight of Columbus. I think that is a fantastic gift. Maybe for somebody you don't know what to get them. People nowadays, we don't need more stuff. What we want is to have true meaning. And during this Christmas season, to be able to join the Knights of Columbus. Well, that is the, we'll call it the gift that keeps on giving. Ken Anderson is joining us today. He is the Oregon State Deputy for the Knights of Columbus. Ken, so often here we recognize at Mater Day Radio that we can't give. We can't be on the air sharing the good news if we don't have that within ourselves, within our own hearts. And for all of the good work that the Knights of Columbus do, you also recognize for your members, it's important that their own spiritual needs are met. And you have a program, CORE, it's for the heart. Tell our listeners about what you're doing now. Absolutely. This is an order-wide initiative that Supreme is rolling out. And so it's called CORE, it's spelled C-O-R, and it is the Latin root for root it, it, it is the Latin root word for heart. And there's a lot of deep meanings as to why we call it core. It comes from the phrase core loquitur ad core, which means heart speaks to heart. It means iron sharpens iron. We are forming ourselves and each other as men, striving to bring out the best in each other. 
And furthermore, core means that as knights, we are fully embracing these truths and virtues down into the very depths of who we are, deep into our hearts. We are making these things at the very heart of who we are. Now, CORE has several components. It's, it's a monthly meeting, and it starts off with prayer, and then it has a component of formation, and it concludes with fraternity. And so generally in prayer, we like to spend maybe 10 to 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, either praying a rosary or the Divine Mercy Chaplet, Lectio Divina. Um, if, the, if the core meeting is happening near the church, they can go to the Adoration Chapel and spend some time in adoration or, or anything similar, really anything that's kind of in-depth prayer time. And then for formation, we read or watch any material that's related to growing as a Catholic man. The Knights of Columbus is offering this book called Into the Breach, written by Bishop Olmsted from Phoenix. Uh, the Knights of Columbus also put out a video series called Into the Breach on YouTube. And they're also in the process of rolling out this new sequel video series called Mission of the Family. And that's meant to help men become better family men. And there are so many other countless resources out there that men can use in these formative moments during these core meetings. And then finally, the final component is fraternity. And this is where men can spend some time with one another doing things and activities that promotes good, wholesome Catholic virtues. When I was in Denver at the state deputy meeting, I was speaking with another state deputy, and he was telling me about this group that holds their core meetings at an axe-throwing place, and then they would go axe-throwing for their fraternity. And I, I thought that was really exciting and interesting, so I felt like that was something worth sharing. Oh, th that just sounds actually kind of a great time, too. Any frustrations you might have had during the day, you could probably get those out, too, by tossing an <laughs> axe with your good friends. Something, Ken, I wanted to get back to you, because you talked about in that core program about, you know, helping and just instilling in men this idea of a, a family man, that the men of the Knights of Columbus are you know, the heads of their households, they're raising families. Life can be really busy. The Knights of Columbus, though, recognize that for men to be able to serve, that oftentimes they don't want to leave their families. And what a perfect role model for a family, for kids to see their dads working. So many of these charitable programs that you all involve yourself with allow the Knights of Columbus to bring their younger families with us. Isn't that right? Absolutely. In fact, um, this is this is definitely one of the things that the Knights of Columbus is really starting to tailor itself towards the needs of the day. And so we're recognizing that a lot of the Catholic men that really need the Knights of Columbus to help them in their lives are family men. And we don't want to pull them away from their families. We want to help them strengthen their family life. And so that's why a lot of these types of programs, now core is for men only, but uh, most of the other programs that the Knights of Columbus do are open to the family and they're family oriented. And it's a great opportunity to bring kids and help kids uh, as well. And so we have lots of fun programs. Speaking of fun programs for kids, we have the state soccer kick challenge coming up this Saturday at noon. It'll be at St. Matthew's in Hillsboro. So I'm going to be there and that's going to be a great time with the soccer kick challenge for you. Oh, 
Sounds like a good time to me also. Well, Ken, like I said, you Knights of Columbus, you work tirelessly all year long and just great programs for people throughout the year to be a night before Christmas. Where can men go to find out more information about becoming a knight? Absolutely. So it is possible to join online. All you have to do is go to kfc.org slash join, and it'll pull you up to a site where you can fill out some basic contact information, your name, your phone number, your email, your address, and you'll be able to list the parish that you attend and the city that you live in. That way, if you don't know what the council number is that's nearby, you can just list the information and the Knights of Columbus will be able to match you with the council nearest to you. And so that will be an opportunity to get connected with other Catholic men in your area. All right. Fantastic. Well, Ken, thanks so much for the update again. It is uh, just great to know that our Oregon Knights of Columbus are there working so tirelessly for those in need and for the spiritual well-being of our families. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. It is my pleasure. And again, that is Ken Anderson, the Oregon Knights of Columbus State Deputy. I will be sure to add information, the link that Ken was just talking about to join up and to find out more information. You're going to find that link on the podcast of this interview. It's materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. It is 7.51 here at Mater Day Radio. Ken, thank you so much again for all that you do. Now, I was able to speak with Ken. Oh, it's been a little over a week ago, so I'm pretty sure that that soccer kick he was just talking about has already passed. But they've got so many great events that are coming up, ways that you can include yourself in the great works of the Knights of Columbus. So please go to that webpage. And if you're online today, go to materdayradio.com if you haven't been there in a little while check out our webpage. it is full of such great information and resources for one you're going to have access to that podcast that you just heard and all of our great locally produced shows you're going to find the community calendar there's going to be prayer resources ways that you can support Mater Day radio in our mission of course you'll also find the information on our hail mary media app it is absolutely free download it today You can listen to the podcast. You can pray with Mater Day Radio. You can put your earbuds in this afternoon, go for a walk, and pray the rosary with Archbishop Alexander Sample. You're going to find it all on the app. So again, materdayradio.com has all the information. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. This is Modern Day Radio, KBBM Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Hello, this is Emily Jaminette with A Mother's Moment. Love is a word that is used over and over again in our society. But as Catholics, we have a definition of this word that far surpasses pagan love. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, shows us directly what it means to love 
by laying his life down for each one of us and for our salvation. This type of love is best expressed in young children who oftentimes bubble over in love for their family members and their smile can melt anyone's heart. As mothers, we need to remember to express love in more than our emotions, but in our actions and in our will. Love is a decision. Love is a reaction of the heart in union with Jesus. Our Savior desires to enter into the depths of our soul, illuminating it with love that can transform not only ourselves, but our family. So when you feel angry at a slowpoke child, a mess that you didn't make, or just tired of being tired, consider asking Jesus to help you love your family. Oftentimes, love can be expressed in not expressing the feelings that are clouding your decision to love, but rather learning to hold your tongue and trying to let the storm pass. Jesus will strengthen us if we ask him to. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, please help us to love our children. Amen. May we be a light in this world by learning to love even when we don't feel like it. This is Alex Nelson, Stewardship and Development Officer of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon. Archbishop Alexander Sample invites you to attend a special pilgrimage to Rome to visit the heart of the church and celebrate vocations to the priesthood and religious life. This 11-day pilgrimage from September 25th through October 5th, 2024, will include stops in Siena, Florence, Assisi, and Orvieto. Pilgrims will experience private guided tours and have the opportunity to visit magnificent churches, holy places, museums, and Roman ruins. Pilgrims will also get to attend the diaconate ordination of American seminarians at St. Peter's Basilica in Rome with Archbishop Sample presiding, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. For more information, visit our website, archdpdx.org rome archdpdx.org rome Thank you and God bless you. This is Dina Marie, host of The Voice of the Shepherd, inviting you to join me on my weekly podcast, Faith Moments with Dina Marie, where I proclaim and ponder the Sunday Mass readings, a perfect way to enhance your study of sacred scripture. My Faith Moments podcast is found on your favorite podcast platform or on the Hail Mary Media app. It's easy to download and absolutely free. Check it out today. The Faith Moments with Dina Marie podcast made available thanks to Matrday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's good to the very last drop. The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 7.56 here at Mater Day Radio. And so why is today's feast day of the presentation of Mary the perfect lead-in to the Advent season? Well, I'll have that explanation for you coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. It was a common practice of Jewish parents to dedicate their child to the service in the Lord. What did this look like exactly? There were actually a couple of different ways. The most common was that after 40 days of birth or 80 days for your daughter, the infant and mother would be brought forward for the child to be consecrated to God and the mother purified. A second way that a child could be dedicated to the Lord would be considered a little more hardcore. This was considered a voluntary self-obligation to remain at the temple and acquire their religious education directly from the priest. Mary, the future mother of God, gladly chose this path at the young age of three. Anne and Joachim finally had a child, something they had pleaded to God for to bless them with. 
But they understood the beautiful gift God had given them, and they knew their daughter Mary wasn't theirs to keep hidden. Anne and Joachim, along with their little Mary, went to the temple and joyfully dedicated their little gift back to God. It was reported that although she was so young, Mary didn't once look back in fear to her parents as she was embraced by the priest, kissed and blessed, and escorted to her new way of life. There is where she remained until she was betrothed to her husband, Joseph, years later. While at the temple, Mary became the most beloved of those living their life of service. Without reservations, she had given her life fully to God and took to heart many practices while she grew up at the temple. She first and foremost knew that she was in a place of holy dwelling. She was living in God's house and happily lived each day accordingly. Mary also knew that God was always present with her. Every action or chore she carried out, she did in the presence of the Lord. She recognized that if her body was in it, then so should her mind. What good was it to mindlessly serve the Lord? Where was that benefiting her relationship with God? And finally, she lived in service not just to God, but to those who dwelled in the temple with her. She knew that they were just as precious as she was and treated each of her fellow servants with grace and dignity. What isn't to love about this girl? We can look at the humble service of Mary and think, how could I ever live like Mary when she sacrificed so much? How could I even have the courage of her parents to easily give up the child that they had prayed for so long for? The truth is that we can't, not without the grace of God. It's only through His love and comfort that we're able to make the hard decisions or quickly choose to live our lives daily for the Lord. What are some small ways we can begin to see our lives as sacred and worthy of being a gift to God? Whether it be through our vocation or daily chores, let us call upon the help of Mary to begin preparing our hearts for our own fiat to the Lord. Thy will be done. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. Thank you for tuning in to Awaken the Saint. Awaken the Saint is a three-minute daily show that unpacks the lives of the saints with practical messages for everyday life. Awaken the Saint is made in partnership by Spoke Street Media and Awaken Catholic. That is Awaken the Saint. And for more information about the saints and to access Advent resources with Mater Day Radio, you can download today our free Hail Mary media app. All the details at materdayradio.com. It is 8 o'clock. A young priest recently helped a distressed homeless woman to bring two young lives into the world. And he shared this remarkable story with Catholic Extension and is now wondering what God was trying to tell him through the extraordinary experience. Father Jesus Mariscal is the parochial vicar at St. Paul Cathedral in Yakima, Washington. He stepped out of the rectory in September and as he walked past the statue of Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception located on the cathedral grounds, he noticed a homeless woman in distress standing near it. She was screaming frantically, I need help, I'm having a baby. He called 911 and helped the woman lie down. He put his phone on speaker and placed it on the ground so he could follow the 911 operator's instructions. Within seconds, the woman gave birth to a baby boy. Father handed the crying boy to the woman and she shouted, I'm having another to the shocked priest. Father Mariscal helped deliver the second baby boy. The woman and the twin boys were taken to the hospital. The babies were born prematurely at 30 weeks. The priest had visited them in the hospital and they are doing well. He does not know the exact nature of the mother's situation in life. She left the hospital a few hours after being admitted. And as far as anyone knows, 
She has not yet returned. So prayers for them and for these young boys. Monday afternoon, officials with Portland Public Schools announced that the district bargaining team has sent the Portland Association of Teachers a counterproposal for the union's review and consideration. This latest update comes after marathon bargaining sessions and hope from both sides that they are nearing a deal. According to the district, the core obstacle to arriving at a deal concerns student privacy. Board of Education Director Julia Brim Edwards said part of the proposal was the formation of a class size committee that would give parents the opportunity to weigh in on whether to admit a new student to a class already at the threshold for the classroom size. The district was concerned about parents on that committee given access to information about the students. And they are now considering, too, how they will be making up all of these lost days of instruction. One proposal is going to be to take days away from the winter break. And the presentation of Mary is celebrated in their church on November 21st today in one of the final feasts before the Advent season begins. While the connection might not appear obvious, the 19th century writer Dom Prosper Granger saw in the presentation of Mary a preparation for Advent, as he explains in his liturgical years, saying, Our Lady's presentation also opens new horizon before the church on the cycle of the saints, which is not so precisely limited as that of the time, the mystery of a Mary's sojourn in the sanctuary of the old covenant is our best preparation for the approaching season of Advent. She was, as St. Bernardine of Siena says, the happy completion of all the waiting and supplication for the coming of the Son of God. So this event corresponds to Advent in an essential way. It looks to Mary's own preparation in the temple as an example for us to use Advent as a time of a patient waiting and prayer. Mary's presentation challenges us to think ahead to what God is preparing for us to take advantage of Advent as a special spiritual season of preparation. And coming up after the break, again, another check of that weather, sports, and Monday Night Football last night update, and then a homily highlight with Father Tim Mekaitis. So stay with us. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join Mater Day Radio and Franciscan missionary Sister Anne Marie Warren with the morning offering. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with this holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatriDayRadio.com. leadership circle members, including Blessings from Heaven, the peaceful place to shop for all things Catholic. Blessings from Heaven has a variety of gifts for all occasions and many other Catholic items to choose from. Located on the corner of 3rd and Southwest Tucker Avenue in Beaverton, Blessings from Heaven is open Tuesday through Saturday. For more information, call 503-644-1814. The Catholic Church dedicates the month of November to the Holy Souls in Purgatory. Join Mater Day Radio as we unite with the communion of saints. We pray daily for the souls of all the faithful departed and for the intentions of the living through our broadcast of the celebration of the Holy Mass, the Holy Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and uplifting spiritual reflections. We also pray for your specific intentions on Mater Day Radio's prayer hotline. Our dedicated team of intercessors is ready to hear from you now at 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or send your intention through MatraDayRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Unite with us throughout November as we pray for the holy souls and your intentions. At Matraday Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 8.07 here at Mater Day Radio. Clouds beginning to increase today, and the next system arrives later tonight. Till then, we've got a partly sunny and a little bit breezy day, especially as you head closer to the gorge. Highs today staying in the low 50s, and overnight rain begins to fall as temperatures drop to 46 degrees. Then on Wednesday, those overnight showers going to linger into the morning and then break up for a partly cloudy afternoon. Highs at 52 degrees. Then for Thursday, still looking pretty good. If you are heading out, looks like the mountain passes are also going to be clear. Currently, it is 35 degrees at Queen of Peace Catholic Church in Salem, and it is 38 degrees at St. Mary of Guadalupe Catholic Church in Ridgefield. And north of the river, Washington State Discover Pass program has designated the Discover Pass free days for 2024. On these days, visitors will not need to have a Discover Pass to park a vehicle at a Washington State park or on lands managed by the Washington State Department of Natural Resources and the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife. So the first free pass day coming up, On Monday, January 1st, that is first day hikes and New Year's Day. You're also going to find free pass days on January 15th, which is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. April 22nd is Earth Day. You're going to get a free pass that day. On Saturday, September 28th is National Public Lands Day. So those are just some of them. There's quite a few. Another one included is Saturday, March 9th, and that is Billy Frank Jr.'s birthday. 
Now, Billy Frank Jr. was an environmental activist and former chair of the Northwest Indian Fisheries Committee Commission. His lifelong dedication to protecting endangered salmon and restoring justice for the Nisqually tribe helped shape Washington's environmental laws and expand treaty rights for Native Americans nationwide. And the annual Washington Discover Pass costs thirty to $35. Uh, we get ours in our household when we purchase our registration for our car vehicle tabs. Along with it, you just check the box, add that to it, and then you get that Discovery Pass. Such great places that we get to hike around the area. And uh, so get out there. And, uh, well, it might be kind of cold on uh, January 1st, but there are some great days throughout the year that you can enjoy the Pacific Northwest. And in sports, Monday night football, Kansas City Chiefs didn't trail on Monday night's Super Bowl rematch game until six minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. A 41-yard Devonta Smith catch from Jalen Hurts is the perfect setup to give the Philadelphia Eagles their first league a uh, first lead of the game at 21 to 17th. The Chiefs had a chance to answer, but uh, Valdez Scantling dropped a would-be go-ahead touchdown, a deep ball from Patrick Mahomes. The Eagles took over on downs and ran out the clock for 21 to 17 win. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Coming up this Wednesday at 1230 at Holy Rosary Church in Portland, Family Eucharistic Adoration. Holy Rosary is offering a weekly family-friendly time of adoration to encourage our youngest Catholics to learn how to spend time before the Blessed Sacrament. You can find more information on this and other events at materdayradio.com. Look for the Community Calendar tab and on the Hail Mary media app. A recap of Sunday's readings. It's time for homily highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's homily highlight from the wonderful Father Tim Makaitis, pastor at Queen of Peace Catholic Church in Salem. However, the last couple Sundays, and this Sunday in particular too, these parables sort of present to us a different view of God. It doesn't sound exactly on the surface like unconditional love, it sounds more like love with a condition, love that, that is offered with certain standards, certain expectations of how we respond to the love that God offers us. But it's not just a gift that is given without any strings attached, so it sounds, so we from these parables. Remember the, last, the one last Sunday about the, the ten virgins, five were wise, five foolish, five now brought no oil along. That's certainly a, a symbol of ourselves who should always be prepared to meet the Lord, even though he may be late in coming like the bridegroom. He comes and then these bridesmaids come back and they're excluded from the wedding feast. They're thrown out because of their irresponsibility they are not allowed into the kingdom because they've done nothing with what they were given. Yes, I accept you as you are, but, but the grace that God offers to us, and everything is grace, the grace that God offers to us is a grace that is given waiting for a greater response. 
And so today in the, in the parable today, we hear these talents that were given to the three servants. It was very common at that time that the owner of the vineyard, the owner of the, of the farm, had people working for him and he would entrust his wealth to them to invest it for him and produce, obviously, a healthy return. That was a very customary thing to do. Well, for whatever reason, the parable, symbolizing Christ himself, goes off on a long journey like the bridegroom that seemed very late in returning. And suddenly, this master comes back and expects an accounting, rightly so, from the servants. I gave you my money. I gave you a great amount of money. What did you do with it? And, of course, the man who went off and invested doubled the money from five to five more, came back, well done, my good and faithful servant. Wherever you found an investment like that, please let us know. You know, 100% return of the money. You start with 5,000, you end up very quickly with 10,000. Uh, but the point is, his cleverness, his, his, his industry, his risk, risk-taking. He took a risk like any investment and it turned out a hundredfold. Man with two did the same thing and is treated, rewarded for his risk-taking. And yet the man who was given the one out of fear, not taking any risks, not doing anything, basically unfairly, or maybe fairly, accusing his master of being dishonest, you reap where you did not sow, you steal, all this. You're not a, you're not a good guy. He almost insults him in the parable, but nonetheless, that's my money I gave you. I wanted you to do something with it, and you did nothing. You buried it in the ground. You gave me nothing in return. So get out. Get out. You're worthless, lazy servant. Tough language. But it's clear that the gifts that are given are expected to be used. And sometimes that it means walking through the fear or hesitation that we might have and taking a risk and hoping the risk is wise, like the wise virgins, is a wise risk and produces very good fruit. Next Sunday, now that doesn't sound like exactly, of course, unconditional love. Next Sunday, of course, is the parable of the sheep and the goats. I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave, me, you gave me drink. And then those who did nothing, who looked beyond, who ignored the poor and their needs, were condemned. Condemned. Again, very harsh language. So there is this other side of God that we hear, the God of justice. The God of, yes, eternal love and unconditional love, but also the God of justice. It's like when we receive a gift... When somebody offers us something and we know there's a condition upon it and we fulfill that condition, of course, we, we are rewarded for our risk-taking, our hard work. So as we prepare for the coming of the Lord this time of, this time of uh, ordinary season, we're preparing for the coming of the Lord. We reflect on that. How do we prepare? We prepare by doing the Master's will. We prepare by using the gifts and the talents that we have been given and to invest them, to use them, to double them, to use them not for ourselves, 
but to use them for the glory of God and the good of others, after the example of Christ himself. A talent in the time of Jesus, as he often super exaggerates in this parable, it's clear that no master in real life would give their servants this much money, one, one talent. One talent was worth about 15 years of wages. Imagine you receive five, multiply your yearly salary by 15. I think that's enough money to live on for a while. But multiplied by, you know, five talents, each talent being 15, it's like 100 years of wages. So this exorbitant amount of money is, is symbolized not by reality so much, but rather by the reality of what God offers us. That God offers us so much. God is constantly with us, constantly calling us to discipleship, and he's giving us tools to work with. And those tools can be anything that we may call a talent. It might be some natural ability that could be used for the glory of God, can be used in the service of others. Maybe you have, for example, a particular gift for administration, and you can use that gift for administration for the good of others. Or maybe you have a, a wonderful ability to interact with people in a very understanding, compassionate way. Use that talent, multiplied by giving of yourself often in service to each other. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a musical talent, whatever it may be. For many of us, it might just be getting up in the morning and breathing and having the gift of life that God has given us. Next week's gospel emphasizes for us that there will be an accounting at the end of our lives, that when Christ returns, he will ask, did you serve me? How well did you use your talents? How well did you use what I gave you? And that we will be judged according to our faithfulness as servants. Pope John XXIII, Pope St. John XXIII, was elected pope back in 1958, 1958 to 1963, just five years. He was 76 years old when he was elected by the cardinals at the time, and they thought, oh, this, this old guy isn't going to do much. He's not going to upset the apple cart. He'll sort of be caretaker for a few years until we can reassess who will be his successor. Pope John Paul, uh, Pope John XXIII probably changed the course of Catholicism for all time in his short time, did many other things, but in that short period of time, he initiated the Second Vatican Council. He called the church to reform, to self-examination, and profound, profound, profoundly began to turn the church in a new direction. What a risk! And he was criticized by his fellow, by cardinals, by many in the church, are still criticizing the Second Vatican Council for what it supposedly, the damage it supposedly did. And yet he forever turned the church into a new light, not obliterating the ancient whatsoever, but rather enhancing the good. He said, we are not caretakers of museum. We are called to, be, to flourish a garden of life. In other words, we just, uh, our church is not just a static museum piece. It is meant to develop and to grow and to flourish over time through the giftedness of others. 
God calls all of us in this mission, this mission that doesn't stop in one period of time, but continues every day of our life. No matter how one talent or five talents, it doesn't really matter. We're all called to the same journey. That's how we get ready for the coming of the Lord. So that when he finds us, we're busy about those things that he has asked us to do. We are good servants. We're clever. We're taking risks. We're industrious. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Welcome into the joy of the kingdom. Don't we all want to hear those words when we are judged? We don't want to hear the words, uh, you know, get out of here. I don't even know you. <laughs> Go away, you worthless, lazy servant. I don't know that God would say that exactly, but nonetheless, there's a harshness there. There's a, a call to responsibility, a call to giftedness that is given. So let's pray, indeed, recommit ourselves to this mission of the church as disciples who respond, act wisely, even taking risks if needed, trusting in the Lord's guidance ultimately in this. And that is today's homily highlight from Father Tim McKaitis, pastor at Queen of Peace Catholic Church down in Salem. Now, if you want to listen to that again, you want to catch some more of what Father Tim was getting at in that homily, that will be made into a podcast that you can find at materdayradio.com, and you can listen to it there. You'll also have access to all of our podcasts on the Hail Mary Media app. All of our great locally produced shows made into a podcast. That includes today's episode of The Voice of the Shepherd. Dina Marie and our Archbishop Alexander Sample join together every week to cover great topics. You can find that at on also online at materdayradio.com. Of course, it'll be on live this evening at 7.30. You can check out our full programming schedule on the Hail Mary Media app. Support for Materday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. This is Alex Nelson, Stewardship and Development Officer of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon. Archbishop Alexander Sample invites you to attend a special pilgrimage to Rome to visit the heart of the church and celebrate vocations to the priesthood and religious life. This 11-day pilgrimage from September 25th through October 5th, 2024, will include stops in Siena, Florence, Assisi, and Orvieto. Pilgrims will experience private guided tours and have the opportunity to visit magnificent churches, holy places, museums, and Roman ruins. Pilgrims will also get to attend the diaconate ordination of American seminarians at St. Peter's Basilica in Rome with Archbishop Sample presiding, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. For more information, visit our website, archdpdx.org rome, archdpdx.org rome. Thank you and God bless you. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members including Mount Hood Hospice, for more than 40 years, Mount Hood Hospice has been serving those in their final stages of life with loving care in East Multnomah and Clackamas counties. With a compassionate medical and spiritual support team, hospice services are provided wherever the patient lives. With the top listing on Medicare's Care Compare, 
Information online at mounthoodhospice.org. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Day Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. The Morning Blend, Western Oregon and Southwest Washington's number one Catholic morning show on the bridge between your faith and everyday life, Mater Day Radio. It is 826 here at Mater Day Radio. Pope Francis again sends a letter to the German bishops telling them their steps undermining the unity the Catholic Church. Strong words from Pope Francis once again. I'll have that story for you coming up in news in three minutes. Here's Matt Redman and bless the Lord. And I am Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Bless the Still my soul will sing your praise on 
And that is Matt Redman. Bless the Lord. It is 8.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. And in your news this hour, Pope Francis has expressed deep reservations about the direction of the Catholic Church in Germany, warning that concrete steps currently being taken threaten to undermine unity within the universal church. The Pope made his criticisms in a letter to four German Catholic laywomen that was published in the German newspaper. He said there are indeed numerous steps being taken by significant segments of this local church that threaten to steer it increasingly away from the universal church's common path, wrote the Pope. The letter, dated November 10th, was written in German and included the Pope's handwritten signature. Chief among the Pope's concern is a push to set up a permanent synodal council, a mixed body of laity and bishops that would govern the Catholic Church in Germany. Establishing this council is a top priority for the German Synodal Way, a controversial initiative that has demanded significant changes in church structure and teaching. In his letter, the Pope underscored that this kind of consultative and decision-making body, as currently proposed, is not in alignment with the sacramental structure of the church. Pope Francis referenced a January 16th letter from high-ranking Vatican officials to German bishops when he specifically authorized that explicitly prohibited the establishment of the Synodal Council. And a religious sister in Pennsylvania passed away over the weekend after colliding head-on with another vehicle on the road as she was traveling to a reunion of a woman who participated in an annual discernment retreat known as FIAT. Sister Augustine Marie Molnar, 43 years old, a member of the Sister Servants of the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, was a middle school religion teacher at All Saints Catholic School in Crescent, Pennsylvania. She sometimes assisted in vocation work and was headed to Reading, Pennsylvania, in the Diocese of Allentown to share her own vocation story. The two passengers in the other vehicle survived and only had minor injuries. Sister Augustine Marie had taken temporary vows with the community and possibly would have made her perpetual profession of vows as early as March of next year. And from now through the end of the year, Portland Police is conducting walking patrols in the downtown area instead of patrolling in the car. The goal is to try to make people feel safer as they walk downtown. They believe their presence will encourage people to visit the area. Eight officers will be broken up into teams of two. They'll walk the streets of Portland from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., seven days a week through the new year. They'll also be stopping and talking with businesses and listening to their concerns. Monday was the first day of walking patrols. and officers said this is a response to a rise in crime in the last couple of years. Portland police did a similar walking patrol this past spring in response to reported drug deals and rise in overdoses in some sections. They targeted the area around Southwest 4th Avenue and Washington Street. Police said during this round of walking patrols, they're still looking out for crime and if they see it, we'll address it accordingly. Now here's your lifestyle moment with Sarah Kenzie. Winter can be a difficult time for many of us. 
not only because of the shortened days and lack of sunlight, but also because the holiday activities can throw a wrench in our schedules. So here are a few suggestions to keep yourself healthy, rested, and prayerful during these winter months. First of all, prioritize prayer. Look ahead to busy days of travel or holiday activities and schedule in your prayer time so that you can stay connected to God even when your routine is disrupted. So maybe that means setting your alarm so you wake up a little bit before everyone else or letting your family know that you will need some time alone during the day. Number two, take care of your health. It can be really tempting to let your health slide during the holiday season, but don't forget about eating nutritious foods, drinking plenty of water, and staying up to date on your doctor's appointments. Practice temperance when enjoying holiday food and drinks, and make time to still get your regular exercise. Consider adjusting your routine so that you can get outside during the day for fresh air and sunlight. And number three, slow down. Remember that you do not have to keep up the busy pace just because it's the holiday season. It's okay to not accept an invite to every single holiday gathering, especially if you start to recognize that you just don't have adequate time for sleep and leisure. Block out time in your schedule for that leisure, for that downtime where you can recharge And even when you are planning those fun get-togethers with family and friends, perhaps suggest activities that require minimal preparation. So even with all the disruptions in our schedule, winter can still be a time to grow in prayer, stay healthy, and spend meaningful time with our loved ones. Oh, thanks so much, Sarah. Great tips. I am going to keep all of those in mind for sure. And coming up after the break, we're going to take a look at your weather, check in at sports, and then, well, Sarah Kenty's going to be joining us in studio for a Tech Tuesday. So stay with us. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. People who suffer severe brain traumas are sometimes left in persistent vegetative states showing no signs of awareness or communication ability. But neuroscientist Adrian Owen has now devised a technique to talk with people in vegetative states using an fMRI. The website Freethink explained that there are distinct patterns in brain activity when conscious people think about playing tennis versus walking through their house. Owen put vegetative patients inside an fMRI and asked them to respond to yes or no questions by imagining one activity or the other. He found that around 20% of the patients he scanned were actually aware of their surroundings and able to communicate for the first time. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. 
Support for Matcha Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Jade Bistro and Patisserie, located on Southeast 13th in Portland's Selwood neighborhood. The Jade Bistro is family-run, serving Vietnamese and Thai cuisine with influences from France and Laos. French pastries are available daily, open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Information can be found online at jadeportland.com. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. It is 8.39 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, let's take another look at your weather. Sun is out this morning and there's a few clouds in the air. The next system going to be arriving later this evening. Till then, we enjoy this partly sunny. Going to be a bit of a breezy day too. Highs today staying in the low 50s. Then overnight, that rain does begin to fall, but mostly after 2 a.m. Temperature is going to drop to a low of 46. On Wednesday morning, those overnight showers linger, then break up for a partly cloudy afternoon. Highs at 52 degrees. And again, still looking good for Turkey Day on Thursday. If you are heading out on a road trip for the holiday, as of right now too, all the mountain passes are getting through just fine. And currently it is 46 degrees at the Pastoral Center right here in Portland. Well, the Washington State Discover Pass program has designated the Discover Pass free days for 2024. On these days, visitors will not need a Discover Pass to park a vehicle at a Washington State park or on lands managed by the Washington State Department of Natural Resources and the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife. So a few of those free days well, the first one coming up on January 1st, it's first day hikes and the new year. You'll also have a free pass on Martin Luther King Jr. Day and also on uh, Earth Day. So great days to get out and enjoy the beautiful Pacific Northwest. And ahead of the holiday season gatherings, Oregon health experts are urging people to take precautions amid a triple threat of viruses, including flu, COVID, and RSV. Dr. Bill Messer, an associate professor of molecular biology and immunology at Oregon Health and Science University, recommends hand washing and covering coughs and sneezes to reduce the chances of getting others sick. He also recommends keeping your hands away from your face to prevent virus transmission. The triple threat comes after the Oregon Health Authority urged parents to take precautions amid a shortage of RSV vaccines for infants. The U.S. government is also sending out another round of four at-home COVID tests ahead of the typical surge over the holiday season. Messer recommends Americans get tested for COVID-19, especially if they are spending the holidays with people who are more vulnerable to the virus, including infants, elderly people, and people with underlying health conditions. 
And in sports, Oregon State places in the top up uh, their their place in the top ten of the Associated Press and coaches polls lasted only one week. The Beavers fell five spots in both polls to number 15 as the rankings were announced Sunday morning. Oregon State is number 11 in the college football playoff rankings, which releases its latest iteration Tuesday afternoon. Oregon State concludes its 2023 regular season at number six. Oregon, 5.30 p.m. Friday in Autzen Stadium. Now, joining the Beavers from the Pac-12 and the AP poll are Washington at number four, Oregon six, and Arizona at 16. Other conference teams in the coaches' polls are Washington five, Oregon six, and Arizona 16. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Coming up November 26th, down in Salem at Queen of Peace Catholic Church, Julie Hoy and friends are putting on a concert. The 26th annual Giving Thanks concert starts at 6.30 p.m. Refreshments to follow and a goodwill offering will be accepted. Bring family, bring friends, and come for an evening of inspiration and song. You can find this on the community calendar at materdayradio.com and on the Hail Mary media app. And joining me this morning, it is a Thanksgiving week Tech Tuesday. Sarah Kenzie joining us this morning to let us know what is hitting your inbox this afternoon. Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for joining the Brenda show today. (laughs) Good morning, Brenda. I'm always happy to be here. Oh, well, you know, I think, and this is just my presumption, but uh, my sense is that leading up to Thanksgiving this week, things are a little bit uh, calmer out there. Did you notice coming in today? Driving, yes. It, Driving. Yes, it does seem like there's less activity going on, which is nice. Oh, good. Well, for you and I, we are working this morning on the morning blend, and you're working on an email that is heading to inboxes this afternoon. We are close to the new year. And when I mean close yes. to the new year, I mean our liturgical new year. It is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. That's this Sunday. So happy new year to us Catholics. <laughs> it's the feast of Christ the King and Sunday commentaries talking a little bit about it. Tell us more. That's right. Uh, so uh, this in this email, we'll be highlighting uh, the episode for this coming Sunday, but you'll get to uh, listen to it a little bit early. Uh, a good opportunity to really prepare for this last big Sunday um, of the liturgical year. And then we'll start the new year with uh, the Sunday after that with Advent. And uh, I just love Kevin and Carla's show. They do such a great job on Sunday commentary um, and really talking about the readings. And especially for this one, I think, you know, especially when we have these feasts coming up, um, it's just important to kind of prepare for those really take it to heart, really listen. Um, and the readings are so beautiful. I mean, so, I mean, about, you know, how the Lord is our shepherd, um, and, and, but also what, what we're supposed to do to be part of the kingdom of God and the way that we're supposed to treat other people and, and serve the Christ that's in them. And, and so they just have beautiful reflections on that. And so I just encourage you to go listen. Oh, again, it is the end of our liturgical season. So that's uh, Sunday, that coming up, it is the Feast of Christ the King, then that means one week later, it is the first weekend of Advent. And so it's really going to, it's going to seem like a shorter Advent season because the fourth Sunday of Advent is one day before 
Christmas, which it falls is Christmas on a Monday. Eve. So uh, yes. just let that be a warning too. That yes. uh, now's the time to really start preparing too to have a really holy Advent season. We've got such great resources available for you online at materdayradio.com. Of course, the Hail Mary Media app is a perfect companion for this Advent season. Many families, Sarah, are gathering this week. They are celebrating, well, all the gifts that God has given us. And then maybe as many families do, they make that trek to a family tradition. It begins this Friday. It is the Grotto's Festival of Lights. How many times have you been to the Festival of Lights? You know, I've only been a few times, really? actually. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I just it, it got, I don't know, got so busy the last few years around Christmas. But I have been a few times. And, you know, growing up, we were a little bit further out. But, um, but you know, the times I've been, it was just gorgeous. It's all I love visiting the Grotto in general. But um, just all those lights displays are just beautiful. Um, and there's so, so many activities to do. They have those beautiful... Uh, choral concerts. Uh, there is, uh, you know, puppet shows and caroling and, and just a great family activity to do. So uh, like you said, that starts on Friday. It will run through December 30th, uh, just with the exception of Christmas Day. Um, and uh, we'll include all that information in today's email. So you can make plans. You know, you have time now. You have about a month uh, or, or more actually. So, uh, you can make plans to go with your family, go with your friends. Um, I, I really would like to try to go this year. Um, it's been a couple years for me and, um, I just, it just always brings me a lot of joy. So I am a rounding out what really is, it feels like years worth of high school concerts that I've been going to at the Grotto oh. from the time our daughter was a freshman, our oldest was a freshman in high school through all of the kids. And now our youngest son, who's well 18, he's a senior in high school. We have always had a high school choir to go and see awesome. over the years. And so I think this will be maybe a last year that we'll have somebody important in our family who will be singing with the Heritage High School oh, Choir wonderful. at the Grotto. So Stay with us here at Mater Day Radio. The Morning Blend, we're going to be talking a lot about the Festival of Lights over the next month. We'll be updating you on the choirs that are going to yes. be singing in the evening. And we also have tickets that we're going to start giving away, I think, next week. So we're going to keep you updated on that. So you're going to want to stay at Mater Day Radio, listen to The Morning Blend. It is a Tech Tuesday with Sarah Kenzie. She is our digital media manager here at Mater Day Radio. Another great uh, email is coming to your inbox today. And in that e uh, email, you always include a couple of interviews of that what we've done here on The Morning Blend. This one I loved. And Sarah, you've begun to uh, get involved in some of the interviews that are going on this is perfect one too the power of invitation you had a chance to talk with Lexi Torres and she talked about how important it is that you offer the invitation so let our listeners know what that means yes I just I loved this conversation uh, so practical and really what uh, what is meant by offering that invitation is inviting you know, the people that you encounter just in your everyday life, uh, first of all, you know, to be more part of your life, inviting them just to get to know you, spend time with you, um, but also leading, you know, leading them ultimately into an encounter with Jesus Christ. And so sometimes that will look like 
you know, hey, like we're doing this event at our parish or we're getting together with people from our parish. Uh, maybe there's some type of activity or ministry someone uh, wants, to, maybe wants to be involved in or they hadn't even thought of being involved in, but they just need that invitation. You know, so many of the things that are important in all of our lives, if we think back, someone else invited us. Someone mm-hmm. invited us to be part of a friend group, invited us to be part of a, a parish um, or an activity, a soccer team, whatever it is. Um, and so that's just so powerful. It's a very personal thing that you can do. And, you know, kind of thinking ahead to this this holiday season, and maybe you're spending time with family uh, that you don't normally see. You're spending time maybe catching up with some old friends. Invite them to something, you know, invite them maybe to to come with you to some type of a of a Catholic event or, uh, you know, a, a Christian event and and just see what happens, because when you just open the door and and you invite them, you make them feel appreciated and thought of. And, and you also just kind of make room for for the Lord to work. And really, he's the one that's drawing everyone mm-hmm. to himself. But uh, but he lets us participate in that. So go check out this conversation with Lexi. I just loved this discussion, uh, really made it practical for each and every one of us to just offer that invitation. The Grotto Festival yes, of Life. Yes, that would be a great one. Yes. You know, you think about a person who's maybe marginal mm-hmm. in their faith or fallen away, how easy to do something like, let's go look at the lights. Yes. And then they'll be able to experience the true meaning of the season at mm-hmm. the grotto there. And then a last uh, uh, interview that we are covering today, the right of acceptance, Miriam Marston, boy, she is working tirelessly and I can understand why the right of acceptance they had there. She said in this interview, 50, 50 over 50 58 people. people, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Remind us about it. Yeah. So uh, Miriam, uh, it, along with many other things um, is uh, help running the uh, order of Christian nation. Christian initiation for adults at St. Anthony's and Tigard. And she, yes, told us they have 58 people that is coming into the church this year, which is just incredible. Um, So exciting. But she really lays out um, this right of acceptance. So in this process, there's several rights that, you know, um, these these people will go through in their journey to the church. Um, And so the one that's happening often in the fall, I mean, it can it can differ, but especially around this time of year is the right of acceptance. And so you might see that happen at your parish. uh, And so Miriam kind of goes through the steps. So you really understand the significance of it and, you know, kind of continues this theme of invitation and welcome. And, you know, this I would listen to this because maybe there's something you can do to help welcome and support um, and include all of these people that are coming into the church. You know, a lot of times parishes are new for them and they need, you know, they're going on this journey, but they also need that community. And so maybe when you listen to this, you'll get some ideas of how to invite and include them and just keep them engaged and support them on this very important journey um, to that Easter vigil and into the Catholic faith. Oh, I love just watching these people, as you said, journey to their acceptance. Imagine the new eyes. They are looking at this Christmas season uh, in a way that they've never experienced it before. And that's something that we're all called to do every year. We are different people every single year and well, with new eyes, we'll look upon this Advent season. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us on Tech Tuesday. We look forward to today's email. Thanks, Brenda. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. 
Dr. Bianco Family Dentist online at BiancoDentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Please join me, Father Gabriel Mosier, as we pray the divine praises. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be God. Blessed be His holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be His most sacred heart. Blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. Blessed be the great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I am Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. Talk about real-life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. Grab some coffee and take the morning blend with you anywhere you go. Listen to the podcast at materdayradio.com. It is 8.55 here at Mater Day Radio. And one last look at your weather. Beautiful morning out there today. Though it is a little bit chilly, the sun is shining. We're going to have a partly sunny and breezy day. High staying in the low 50s. Overnight, rain picks up. And then tomorrow breaks up to another very mild day. Highs at 52 degrees. Currently, it is 46 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, here is Sarah Hart and Way to Me. You're listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio.
And that is Sarah Hart, Way to Me. It is 8.59 here at Mater Day Radio, and we hope you have a blessed day. Joining forces with the Relevant Radio Network, we're building the bridge between your faith and everyday life through informative, entertaining, and interactive Catholic programming. For a current program schedule and to learn more about this listener-supported Catholic ministry, visit moderndayradio.com. KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver. KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield. Translator K235BF, Eugene. And streaming at moderndayradio.com.